Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. people and welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. Today is our Can We Talk segment. This is a monthly segment I like to do on a topic that's out of the ordinary a little bit. Uh, Maybe it's something controversial, uh, maybe it's something chill, maybe it's just something different and interesting but it's always outside the realm of financial literacy and the topic I had set for this month can't go ahead so that will be next month's. thought instead what I would do is just kind of like a really chill, relaxed lockdown catch up, just one of those chill eps you can put on while you're doing anything and it's not going to be... Um, you know, hard for you to listen to or something you need to really listen close to. It can just be something relaxing um, and kind of like you are sitting down and chatting with a friend, I hope, because I feel there's different, a few different boats or a few different camps when it comes to my podcast. One of them being the people who listen to every episode every Monday when it comes out. And those people, I just want to say thank you so much for doing that. Like it is beyond appreciated. Your support means so much to me and to know that you do enjoy each episode because you keep coming back is just yeah really exciting and then I feel like there's the group of people who just listen to the episodes that are relevant to them you know they'll pick it based on the title or the description um, and that's totally cool as well because you obviously want to listen to what is going to be most interesting and relatable for yourself and ultimately overall if there are weeks where you know you're feeling a bit more insecure about your financial situation and you're not ready to listen to some of the financial literacy topics we go over I still want there to be content here for you for you to listen to to feel like you're somewhat productive to feel like you're learning still so that you don't beat yourself up for falling off the bandwagon of you know educating yourself because there's still always things that you can listen to that are more relaxed and so doing little chill episodes like this I hope can kind of break up some of that more heavy financial content for you so that it's not really overwhelming all the time and then helps you to stay consistent because obviously something I push a lot on the podcast and a lot on the Instagram is that consistency generally is just the key to success in many areas of life so if you can keep on doing something um, in the right direction regardless of speed you'll find that you will make progress in your life so without further ado and that long intro out of the way basically the point of that was me just saying I hope that you can find some entertainment in this content as well as the financial literacy stuff but I've got a whole lot of questions that are mixed um, financial literacy career self-development and I'm just going to answer them all and yeah it's just going to be Q&A style so let's go this person has said some general life career chat or maybe some cool self-development tips for lockdown yeah so for me I haven't really updated you guys I don't think since I did my episode on what four months of unemployment taught me but I've got a new job and I'm working in marketing and I'm absolutely loving it so you would know that I worked in accounting for nine months um, straight out of uni and I had a grad role and I really didn't like that and so I made the decision to leave and then four months I spent kind of unemployed or doing contracting freelancing work just trying things really and then I got this job and it really just felt right at the time and it makes so much sense now because it ticks so many boxes for me in terms of culture, people, what I'm learning about um, and everything like that and so I'm at a really good place in my career right now I suppose you could say or I feel really good about my life in a professional sense and I think a lot of that is due to just following my values or one knowing what I value and two not 
really settling for anything else. Spending four months just getting to know myself and what I wanted was extremely an extremely valuable personal development journey that I would recommend if anyone can to do just to give yourself some time because if you think about it like I thought about this recently I did not ever give myself the space to think from end of high school through to when I jumped into accounting like it was just degree seems like the right decision okay like I didn't even consider any other option leaving high school like I was going to uni and that was that and then after leaving uni it was like oh, I'm not going to think about what career I actually want I've just got this opportunity so I'm just going to do it and then when I gave myself the time even though yes it was really hard for me I kind of hit a wall in terms of I was like okay what am I actually doing with my life but once you push past that boundary or that like block um, you just find so much more opens up in your mind about what you want and uh, yeah what you need out of a job and out of your life. Lockdown is such a great time to catch up on learning new things that you wanted to that you never get the time to and obviously for those people who don't want to spend their time doing that you don't have to but I am the kind of person who if I've got spare time I love to fill it with something that is productive in the sense that I'm learning something or I'm developing in one way or another. It doesn't need to be hard out, you know, self-development, Tony Robbins style, like finding a life purpose kind of vibe. It could just be learning a new skill or strengthening an existing skill. I do this through listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, listening to audiobooks, and I always do something to make kind of the activity fun. I always do something with the um, the learning. So if I'm listening to an ebook, I'll do something, uh, listening to an audiobook, sorry, I'll do something mindless while I'm doing that, like online shopping, window shopping, or scrolling Pinterest. Something that I enjoy, or coloring in has been a new one for me that is quite good because I often find that I need something else to occupy my like hands. If I'm listening to something, I just need to be doing something else and I find that that helps me zone in on the information a lot more and it just makes it a whole lot more enjoyable because you're doing a mindless activity just with sound and education in the background. I also think lockdown is a really good time well you know just having spare time in general is a great opportunity to reflect on goals and intentions you had at the start of the year. Maybe you don't do this but I do so I write all of my goals and intentions and those sorts of things in a um, Canva slide deck and sometimes I just like to go back reflect on what I've achieved what I've not achieved do I need to realign my uh path or you know just how I'm living my life every day do I need to readjust or reflect on some of the decisions I'm making and change those I think it's a really good time to just reflect on things like that too and make these things fun for yourself because you're never going to do them unless they're fun, unless they're easy, unless they're not intimidating. So find little ways to help you do that, whether that's putting you know, music on in the background, whether that's making it look pretty, whether that's doing it with a friend. You know, Make sure that you're making these things enjoyable for yourself. God, I can already tell I'm spending way too long on these questions. Okay, another one. What it was like money-wise growing up as a kid? Childhood story. This is cute. Um, so for me, I've always had a really privileged upbringing. I was super lucky to grow up in a family um, where my parents were both still together. It was always a really happy household. Um, I got everything I ever you know, needed and um, I have really great role models as parents who are just yeah amazing people in my eyes so super lucky in that sense and when it comes to money they love to spend money they're both big spenders um <laughs> they've always been the kind of people like if we go on holiday they'll say you don't go on holiday to save money and they don't like when people are really 
tight with their money. They're like people who enjoy having a good time because that's what they're kind of like. So I grew up with that, I suppose, modelled. So I never really had a big complex around keeping money tight or saving money which is interesting because a lot of people do and for me considering I'm so big on financial literacy you might think that that is a mindset I would have but definitely not at all like I'm not about saving every cent and you know counting counting dollars and those sorts of things even though I do have a coin jar that I find really helpful for the end of the year but that's just like a little thing for me um I guess though I did look at how I grew up with money and realized that Yes, it's so important to spend and to treat yourself and to have a good time, but you can still do that while effectively growing your wealth. And I guess I don't think maybe that was modeled as well to me as other things. And so I would like to, I guess, change that for myself as I become an adult, have a family, hopefully, et cetera, et cetera. This is another cute question. I'd love to hear how you discuss how you how your support system have supported you. So discuss how my support system has supported me. Yeah, I have the best support system in the world and that is by design. I feel like I've always been really intentional about the, the people I keep around me and the people I choose to develop friendships with. Um, I like developing friendships with everyone, anyone and everyone, and I, I love people and community, and that's a, a massive reason why I love the One Up Project, but in terms of a close circle, um, I'd like to say that I'm quite intentional with who I keep in, a, in my close circle of friends, and that is because I want to feel supported by them, I want to know that I can go to them no matter what, and they'll never judge me or tear me down and those sorts of things. My parents have always been the greatest supporters of everything I've ever done. I carry quotes that my dad used to tell me through life today still. Um, he's always been a massive believer that you can do anything if you put your mind to it and saying anything is possible. And I think constantly hearing those themes and those kind of words growing up, you believe it. And I genuinely believe that anything is possible, that I'm capable of anything. And having that self-belief kind of instilled in you, even though I've definitely still got a lot of insecurities and a lot of self-doubt that challenge me every single day, still being able to have a base level of uh, self-belief has been so crucial and paramount to achieving some of the things I have wanted to achieve and in taking some of the risks I have wanted to take and I think without sort of having that in my back pocket I would have found some of these decisions like leaving my job or whatever else it is to be so much harder. I've had a couple people over time message me and say they need to put in some boundaries with the people around them who aren't supportive whether that's family or friends and it's always a really hard one because I used to be the kind of black and white person that's like just cut them out but you know often it's really not as easy as that so that's why I did an episode around mental resilience and we go into how to sort of keep a good support system that's episode 94 and there's actually another one just before that episode 92 how to ask for help in business and create a strong support system that's also a big one where we talk about the people around you and how that can influence the things you do yeah I really think it is so important to reflect on things like this like the people you have around you and think is this the situation I want to be in for the rest of my life uh, Alexis Prettis who hosts the Do Fucking Mind podcast she does this exercise every year on her birthday where she writes I think she groups it into categories like career friends family and romantic relationship if she has one at the time and then lists them all out and says 
if this was if this situation was exactly the same in the in a year would I be happy and so you're just sort of reflecting and checking that each one of those things is a yes and I did that last year on my birthday I actually did it not on my birthday I did it at the beginning of the year and there were so many things that I wasn't happy with and so then I went ahead and tried to change those things based on it and sometimes I think you know you can be in a situation for so long where you're like yeah this is fine or a job you don't like or something for ages and you're like yeah this is fine this is fine and then after three years of being in it you think actually you know what? I don't like this but I didn't want to admit it to myself or reflect on it so those are good that's a good exercise as well to help you to reflect on those things someone else has said advice on setting boundaries whilst following your dreams balance between grind and self-care this is a really good one and I think something that people struggle with so often especially when you feel pressured because you see things online and you don't know you compare your life to others and you feel like you're not doing as good as someone else and it's all stressful we've all been there I 100% go there a lot still Um, I'm not immune to it and a few of the things I would say around that are that firstly when it comes to just day to day I don't know if I believe in life work-life balance anymore because a lot of the stuff I do for work is just a part of what I enjoy in life and the One Up Project is a part of, like it's relevant to work and work's relevant to the One Up Project and so it's just a big mush of everything and at the moment I would say my social life, especially during lockdown obviously, but even before that, took a back seat and I didn't feel bad about that in any way really, like I was enjoying what I was doing um, and I I didn't want to prioritize that and for me a lot of what I do especially with the one up project is fulfilling to me it fills my cup up and it does refresh me and makes me feel good and it's something that puts energy back into my life instead of drains it so that is a form of self-development is really helpful to me it doesn't hinder me in any way and then other people you know will be doing self-development and they'll find oh I just can't handle it I'm doing all this self-development and I feel like I'm getting close to burnout what I would say to you then is like are you actually enjoying the self-development you're doing like is this something that you actually you know, feel passionate about that you want to learn about or are you doing it because you feel like you have to? And in that case, why do you feel like you have to? And what could you do that is actually fulfilling, that actually adds something into your life rather than drains you of energy? I think finding those things are really important because you'll often find that there is self-care in that form of self-development. Although I suppose sometimes I find I'm on the other side now where I'm like obsessed with what I'm doing at work or what I'm doing with the one up project to the point where that's all I'm doing all the time and it's all I'm thinking about so I have to put boundaries in place for my own mind and my own like create creativity and how I do that is just by planning things ahead of time and again it always comes back to knowing yourself and knowing what fills your cup up for me that is hanging out with the people I care about like my friends and my family and making sure I have my alone time to do things like scrolling Pinterest going on TikTok online shopping even though often I don't buy anything I'm just looking those sorts of things do make me happy and they do make me feel relaxed and so that is what I make sure I'm prioritizing on certain days but I'm definitely not perfect at this like even this weekend I've really struggled 
to to do that and if I'm not working on the podcast then I feel guilty that I'm not you know working hard enough when I do have the time or I'm not making most of the the opportunities I've been given etc etc so I think this is just a bit of a mental thing I have to work through there as well so ultimately what I'm saying there is find a form of self-development that actually does fill up your cup and plan for things outside of that that also fill up your cup both requiring you to know what it is you value and what makes you feel good and find a community of people you know going through the same thing whether that's just your friends around you or people online feel free to dm me and we can have a chat about it as you can tell i'm still working through that myself and trying to work out if balance exists and then if so what does it look like to me next question what do you do to stay off social media and put more time into what needs to be done hmm this is good. This is a very good question. Well, I guess we're going to start with the first part of that question because the problem is that I don't stay off social media. But the funny thing about since starting the One Up Project is that I haven't spent nearly as much time on my personal account than I do on the One Up Project. And I think that's because I have designed... Well, a lot of the people who I follow on the One Up Project are people who either inspire me, make me feel motivated. So when I'm on there, I want to do more with my time. I want to get up and start living my own life rather than watching other people live theirs. And that's a massive thing I've got about social media is like, stop spending so much time watching other people live their own their life when you could be living your own. And that's not to say, you know, don't post what you do on social media and all that kind of crap, because I'm all for posting up what you're doing on social media, whether going out for breakfast or whatever, but don't get consumed in living through other people's lives and then getting into a cycle of feeling shit about your own. So first thing there is actually make sure you're following people who motivate you and you're not just following them for some materialistic reason. Mute those who you don't resonate with if you can't unfollow them and be protective of it just like you would with your friend group in real life although when it comes to TikTok now that is a serious issue because I will spend a lot of time on there the for you page is just so good and so entertaining I think I just use it as more of a treat now you know like I say okay just get this done and then you can spend the time on TikTok or whatever social media it is I want to be on. I think it's also lucky that I have something going on outside of social media that I really enjoy doing. And plus, well, the one I'm talking about the one I project and it's on social media. So that I suppose makes it different as well. But I often find, you know, if people are spending a lot of time doing things like scrolling on social media and then by default feeling like shit about themselves, it's often because they don't have that much going on outside of social media that's exciting them that's motivating them so maybe stop and think about that like do you need to pick up you know I know it sounds cliche but do you need a hobby or something outside of social social media that is actually going to motivate you to not be on it because you'll find you do all these mindless activities because you don't have anything else better to do and maybe you hate your job so you're not willing to go and work more plus I don't think you should do that anyway but you know some people would do that so what can you pick up outside of work or what kind of like activity or skill do you want to learn that will be exciting to you more so than scrolling down your TikTok for you page. Someone else has said how to successfully totally change careers, mindset, life. I would go and listen to a few of my previous episodes that touch on these things exactly that I personally think cover exactly how I was feeling at the time and are a really good example of the type of things you feel when you want to change up your career and you don't really know where to go, you're feeling a little bit lost. 
The first one would be episode 21, The Unease Around Finding Your Passion, My Thoughts at 21. And then the next one would be episode 51, which is why I chose to quit my job in the middle of a pandemic. And then more recently, episode 79, What Four Months of Unemployment or Fun Employment Taught Me, a good recap of what I learned, what I guess making the decision of leaving my job taught me and with hindsight a little bit of reflection on that which I think is important as well. My main advice here though would be you need to take risks in order to get the things that you want sometimes and often if you're considering leaving a job or making a big decision it's because that's something you really want and if it feels right in your gut and in your heart often it is right and I'm massive now on trusting your gut just so big on it because it's hasn't failed me yet And often, you know, if you sit with a feeling, actually I was talking to someone about this the other day and someone who's actually created something similar to what I want the One Up Project to be and they were saying how often when you need to make a big decision, it's so important to just sit with it for five minutes and just think to yourself, does this feel right? Like, how do we, how do I feel about this right now? Like, what's coming to me? What's the first thing that comes to me? How do I feel about this? And if I had, if I reflect now on what that would be like for me, thinking about leaving my job, the feelings that would come to me are, this isn't the career for me, you need to leave. Like, ultimately, that was the gut feeling. But so many things went through my mind, like, oh, should I go down to four days a week or three days a week and try to work, you know, on the One Up project outside of that and build it up? Or do I just leave completely? And I think back now and I just think, thank fuck I didn't decide to go down in hours. Because ultimately, even though I was telling myself, I want to go and do the one-up project, I want to go and do the one-up project, more than that, I just didn't want to do accounting, like, I wanted to do the one-up project, but if I was in a job I enjoyed, I would have still stayed there, I wouldn't have left, so it was more so about the fact that I didn't enjoy accounting, you know, and so sitting with that feeling was like, okay, actually, the right decision for me is to leave, and it's just so important to sit with yourself and really dig deep, even though it's uncomfortable, think what what is it that I'm really wanting out of this decision? And pull the trigger and do it. I've had so many people message me since I kind of released my episodes about leaving my job and said, you know, I'm thinking maybe I should do the same thing and I just don't know. And they sort of explain the whole situation to me and I'm like, do it. Leave your job, do it. Because if you're getting to the point where you're messaging me about it, you're pretty much already at the position where you want to pull the trigger anyway. You just need someone to kind of justify and that decision and tell you that it's the right thing and I'm happy to do that for anyone so please message me but ultimately when you're telling me that like if you're sitting here right now listening to this episode with a decision to make and you're not sure but you kind of have a gut feeling about what the right choice is that is the choice you need to make I cannot stress that enough you already know what it is you want and what it is you need to do so please don't be afraid to just do it something that podcast guests always talk to me about is how they wish they had have taken more risks when they were younger or just in life in general so if what you're doing is a risk but it's calculated and you think it's the right decision for you do it do it I promise you will not look back next one is would be super interested in your time management you seem so productive and like you're smashing out heaps of cool projects week day in the life chat this is cool thank you I appreciate that you think I'm really productive I <laughs> I, I think I am productive but I think a lot of it comes from the pressure I put myself under because I think I was saying again I was saying this to someone the other day I was like if I know that I can learn at 500% if I know I can do things at 500% 
doing things at 300% or 200% is just not good enough anymore and I kind of make myself feel guilty for learning or doing things any less amount than the maximum that I can possibly take it and I think that can be really unhealthy because you want to give yourself a break and you don't want to drive yourself into the ground I also think when it comes to social media you know you only see what it is I put up so there could be a day where I'll put up all these different things I'm doing and getting done and I'm being really productive but then there'll be another day where I don't post and so you don't see anything that happens in my day but you don't check in on my profile and think oh Sarah hasn't posted that must mean she's not up to much today or not doing anything today you just don't notice that until the next time I'm posting my full day of all the things I'm doing you're like god this chick is so productive she's getting so much done in the day but it's like meanwhile there were three days before that where I didn't post anything because I was lying in bed for three days and you didn't know that because you don't follow my life that closely you know you're not living my life so how how are you supposed to know but it looks like because there's been a combination of a few separate days that I'm really productive and this can happen when you're scrolling through your stories is in the summer for example you see everyone out doing these cool roadies and doing all this cool shit and you're like fuck everyone is living their life to the max meanwhile I'm doing nothing but you don't check those individual people's accounts on the days where they're not posting and think oh they're probably not doing anything today you know you never think like that it's just because you see everyone grouped up in one kind of line that you think wow everyone's just doing all these things and I'm not doing anything and often that's just not the case so that's kind of a side note but I feel like it's a really important one for people to understand about social media and how your brain can kind of group everyone into this collective of being this that and the other when of course they're only posting at the times where things are happening. So there are a few things though I like to do in order to plan my week out and get the most done. The first thing is on a Sunday I take around 15-20 minutes-ish, usually turns into like half an hour, of just planning out my week and all the different things I need to get done. So I have a weekly planner from Live Lively and I put all my different tasks on each day and I also put little notes down of extra things I need to do or people I need to contact and I make sure I'm ticking those things off each day day there are also some non-negotiables I have every day that I do which are probably it's kind of like you know the base standard so for example I make sure I go on the one up project Instagram every day and reply to as many messages as I can and go through as much as my of my feed and my stories as I can to check up on the people I'm following and what they're posting because often it's relevant to what I'm doing with the one up project another one which isn't as much of a non-negotiable as it used to be is go through my emails every day for the one up project because otherwise it just builds into this big mass of different emails and it's really stressful so I try to make sure that I'm going through that at least once a day and keeping a routine is important for consistency so that your mind and your body know exactly what's coming up and they know that you know you've got set times where you do things and you get it done Uh, for example before lockdown I had a really good track record of going to the gym every morning and I kind of got into a habit of doing that so habits and routines are so important for consistency and consistency is the key to success I've got a episode coming out in a couple weeks with the lovely Sarah from Live Lively where we talk about routine and the importance of creating a good one and how exactly we both do that so that will be a really nice practical episode around this exactly and one last question around self-development which is a pretty cool question biggest personal development breakthrough from last year it would just have to be that understanding the kind of person you want to be and what you value gives you the strength to make decisions and take risks that will just push you forward in so many ways. I have now set a standard 
for who I want to be and what I want out of life that I don't settle with and that helps guide the direction I'm going in and makes me feel so much more aligned with who I am and who I want to be and I can therefore live life with that sense of fulfillment that I'm at least heading in the right direction for for me you know and that's the most important thing is that you're doing it for you and for what's going to make you happy and that should be the biggest consideration so if you've taken anything from this it's basically just do a bit of self-reflection and start getting to know yourself because people say yeah they know themselves often you don't because when was the last time you've sat with yourself and kind of reflected on what it is you wanted and where you're at at life and is this the the direction you want to be heading and it's totally fine if it's not it's just about working out you know if it is and changing it so I hope that this episode has been somewhat entertaining for you there's been a few other questions around financial stuff but it kind of turned into a bit of a self-development Q&A so I'm going to leave it as that so we keep it one topic and I might do some other episodes on the other uh, questions at a later date and some of these questions were doubled up so I hope that I answered you know some of them within other answers etc etc if you're not already, follow me over on the One Up Project on Instagram so that you can keep up with further Q&A eps we might do. Hosting this podcast brings me so much joy and so much happiness and a huge majority of that is directly relevant to the people I get to talk to every day, which is you guys and the fact that you listen to this podcast is such a huge compliment and I appreciate it beyond words. See you next time. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, Be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at The One Up Project, and I'll catch you on the next one.